tremendous looking trophy. Hello and welcome to Platinum Explosion, number one PlayStation podcast in the Oceanias. My name is Dylan Blight and join me, as always, Ashley Hopley. Hey Dylan, excited to be here and excited for people to choose between essential, extra, or deluxe versions of this podcast. Imagine if, oh fuck, if I had more time <laughs> and effort, that would be a good <laughs> meme to like have three different episodes go up. Uh, damn. Good joke. Um, yes, this week on the show <laughs> in the trophy cabinet, <laughs> gold trophy, Final Fantasy 16 news, and a platinum for, of course, PlayStation Plus changes finally hitting uh, Australian shores as the last place mm-hmm. in the world. Right? I'm not lying. Yeah, I yes, think last place in the, yeah. yeah, last place in the world to finally round out everyone having it because they needed everyone in the world to have it before Stray comes in July, of course. So. Yes. Ah, um, before we get into all that, though, ah. Because I have to, at this stage, bring up every single rumor <laughs> that comes to God of War to continue the memes and jokes about it not actually coming out because I'm committed. Um, this week, the state of play, we don't really spend much time on this, but just so you know, listening to this could have happened, could not have happened, but currently, the rumor leak, as Jewel Shockers writes, God of War Ragnarok could finally receive a release date next week as Industry Insider has hinted at a June 30th for some new announcements. Um... Blah, 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 blah. According to The Snitch, who is a re- fucking name like that, how can you not be wrong? Who is a reliable industry insider, we may be receiving a new God of War Ragnarok announcement next week, or this week by the time I'm reading. Uh, Thursday, yeah. June 30th, which would be Friday, I guess, for us. Although The Snitch God doesn't out, yeah. The Snitch doesn't outright say this, a gif of Kratos with the numbers 11110 was posted by the leaker fans and translate this into a decimal value of 30 with many speculating a date of june 30th for further announcements I mean, that could have been how many days away it is <laughs> could have been. this was then reposted by fellow industry insider tom henderson who we've brought up a lot recently about leaks and stuff he says quote it looks like we have our date for some god of war announcements june 30th um also this morning to add to this i saw when i woke up uh cory barlock like, tweeted a um, the sh- 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 what's it, Sean Bean, Lord of the Rings, like just shaking his head thing. I don't know if that means no, you're all completely wrong, or ah, oh, damn, our thing leaked. Who knows? Take that as you will. Anyway, there's your at this stage, I feel weekly God of War Ragnarok I mean, leak <laughs> update. <laughs> if it doesn't happen this week, it's probably not happening this year. It's not coming out this year. I'm committed. I've already said. They had their chance. It's done. Still hope. The release date, apparently, by the way, if everyone wants to know, um, is November 30th. Is the... uh, Yeah. It's like the very cutoff of Game of the Year. (laughs) Yeah. It seems too dumb of a release date to be true, but, you know. I mean, it could be true. Anything could be true. I mean, odds are, as this goes up, it's announced. Odds are also, it it doesn't. (laughs) <laughs> I mean they don't need any lead time you know Nintendo say hey 24 hours from now we're going to have a direct sure it's a partner direct but you know, it's, it's not, not It's not the direct everyone wanted so does it count I mean it's not going to be a proper state of play it's probably going to be a God of War <laughs> focused state of play so they don't really need that much lead time does it count does it still count if it's got the release date yes it counts <laughs> <laughs> I guess I guess that's all that's important yeah that's all that's important, yes. All right, let's get into PlayStation Plus changes, yes. It all hit Australian shores last week. Let's get straight into it. Ash, 
Have you upgraded? Yes. Where have you upgraded? How was your process? Have you played anything? Have you downloaded anything? Have you looked through the library? Just, yeah, overall thoughts on this, this pro, the, the ups, downs, cons, pros. Yeah, so I'd kind of been last week, they were like, hey, it's going to start like ticking over on the, the, uh, 20s, whatever. Mm-hmm. Was it the 22nd? It's like check in, we'll check in like every, after every podcast we're doing as it switched over. No, nothing. Uh, get up the next day, uh, see on Twitter, press starts like, hey, it's finally here. You can finally do it. So I just opened the PlayStation app. Mm hmm. Went to PlayStation Plus and was able to quickly just switch over the, the subscription. So surprisingly easy. I went up to Deluxe. Oh, it was shit. Like, it's an extra $20. We'll give it a go this first 12 months. Also, I did the 12 months. I don't know if anybody's like, I'm just going to pay this month by month. Mm. I don't know if that's a thing because obviously you do get a bigger discount if you do the 12 months. So, uh, yeah. Uh, I downloaded NBA 2K22. <laughs> it's, it's Have you played right. that already? No. Yeah, no, I haven't played that. So okay. here, it it's it's all right. There's too much too much city, in my opinion. Too much city. city's too important. Yeah. Too much walking around the city. Feels. That's my major complaint with this game. Uh, but then I also download. <laughs> I downloaded the Artful Escape. Have not played it yet. I downloaded. Ember, which is some some firefighting game that Buddy wants to play at some point. I also redeemed we'll this because Buddy, yep, messaged in our group chat. We'll see like- if this ever happens. You know, <laughs> calling him out here on the podcast. Uh, I also downloaded Assassin's Creed Valhalla because you know maybe I jump into it. Maybe I want to, you know, unlock checkpoints and do fetch quests <laughs> at some point. You know, it's a fun game. Don't know if it's possible to beat. Seems never ending, but. No, yeah. Uh, then, yeah, I just put went through the list, had a look at some of the game trials. Like, I might download uh, Tiny Cheaters and like put, give that two hours ago and see if I, if it's something I don't really do want to play. That's the uh, that's the only one I also like. I looked for the game trials. I was like, oh, I could give. The, I feel like that's the only one I would feel potentially. Like try maybe I should wait till the game's like on sale, and then it's like I'll play it now. Put my two hours in. If I like it, then I'll buy it. You keep your save file, right? Like those game trial things. I yeah, but you know, you want the continuation straight yeah. away after two hours. So. Yeah, that's 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 what I've done so far. <laughs> and overall, like looking through the library, how are you feeling about it? Like currently, I mean, yeah, it, there's a lot of stuff. <laughs> I wish there was a better way to refine your search because hmm. it's just the basic. It's just a big-ass list. It's just a big-ass list. Yeah. And there's not really any good way to, like, sort them. Mm. You just have to look at all the games. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, I don't know if you had this, but, like, some of the games come up as you still need to pay for them. Uh, like, there's a yes. dollar amount. For- yeah, I've seen one game I click on do that. I don't know why. <laughs> no, neither. It, it just seems weird, but yeah. And apparently, I've heard from some people, like, games aren't being listed properly on there. Like, not included, so, on that overall list. So, yeah. I mean, it's 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 what we expected to be. A bunch of games available for a subscription fee. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> not the Game Pass killer? 
No, no, I don't we, think so. We never thought because obviously <laughs> the biggest draw of Game Pass for a lot of people is the day and date element. Yeah, and obviously they now own a bunch of companies with a lot of like beloved games. So, mm. so yeah, I too uh, opened the PlayStation app, did it via that way. Um, that morning, I think I woke up because like I was getting ready for work or whatever. I think I was doing it while making a coffee, maybe or something like that. Um. So here's my three step the screenshots I've taken on my phone to to boil down the process I had. So at first I opened the subscriptions tab because it's like find out what my current plan is and how long I had it stacked up to because that was something I was actually sure. So the expiry date on my PlayStation Plus plan was the 31st of the 10th, 2024. Oh. So I still had two years. Stacked, but that's that's less than I thought. Yeah, it is less than I thought. I hadn't. I mustn't have brought any recent, like maybe last time, because <laughs> there was a time there where I feel like I brought two twelve months in a year or something. There was like sales or whatever. So yeah, two two years stacked. Um, and after they announced this stuff, and I know there was like PlayStation Plus was on sale that everyone's buying up and stuff. I pr- I chose not to partake <laughs> in case it fucked me. But um, so the the. The price boiled down because, of course, it moved me. It moves everyone straight to essentials. So then, when you look at the change plan tab, if anyone hasn't done this already, or if they were happy to stay in essential, people may not have looked at the how the change plan tab. When you look at it, it t- like it does easily boil down what each plan gets you. Like if you are unaware, like here's what essential gets you, here's what extra gets you, here's what ducks gets you, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And then at the top, it gives you a price upgrade today for X dollars. So the price I had to pay was $176.71. Because as for the full two years, yeah. As we talked about, there's no (laughs) they don't roll your subscriptions into any numerical value. So my two years of stacked essentials doesn't equal one year of deluxe or, you know, like or eight months or, you know, whatever. It's literally, you've got two months of essential, so you have to pay the difference. But there's also, if I only wanted to opt in for one year of Deluxe, there's no way to do that. There's no way to even opt into paying monthly for Deluxe. It is simply, you have to upgrade your entire currently committed uh, two-year, 860 days exactly is what it says here. Upgrade for the remaining 860 days Cost 176 one uh, and 71 cents today, and then from then you're going to be paying 154.95 for 12 months after that. So that is again the very weird. Because imagine if I had had it stacked up to like 2030, I would have had to pay like 200, 300 yeah. switch. Like, and there's no way around it other than making a brand new PlayStation account. That's the that's sort of the ridiculous thing. Um. So I've done that. I haven't really played anything. Um, time time hasn't allowed, or the time I've spent playing stuff has been playing the quarry, which uh, streaming on Twitch.tv, such explosion network, by the way, and was not a couch if you want to hear my impression so far. But um, I think the yeah the major criticism I would have is just the library layout because it is really just a big ass list of shit. There's no yeah. like. If I look at Game Pass on, and I know it's not the Game Pass killer, but I feel like I could still at least compare the library uh, layout 
and and say yeah. that PlayStation can do that part better. Um, so if you look at Game Pass on either the app, the PlayStation, uh, PC app, the Xbox Store itself, any of those things, you know, it boils down by like recently added, uh, most popular fighting games, shooting games. You know, like it boils everything like down by yeah. genres, and then you can up in those lists. There's a, there is an option to just show me all Xbox Game Pass games, but like if you're just looking for a shooter that's on Xbox Game Pass. Just open all the shooters, and I presume that's something that people would just a bit more. And also, they feature stuff like you click on it; it's like front, front and center. It's like here's like some popular Game Pass games or new Game Pass games, and like just front and center. Whereas we don't have that currently for the library here, which is yeah, the thing I would like to see changed. I guess going ahead. Um, I only I can't remember what game it was, but yeah, there was one I clicked on that I was going to download, and it was like you got to pay ten bucks. I'm like. I think I do like <laughs> pretty sure it's part of the subscription that I'm paying for so no uh but at the same time at least the other thing I saw work was uh they did say if you had already brought any PS1 games previously on PSP or uh, PS3 or anything like that you would you would be able to play those without actually upgrading your subscription I could see that on games like Siphon Filter and um, a couple others that I'd already purchased years and years and years ago uh, i could just it says i own those like it doesn't say they're part of my subscription so that mm. part at least activated i mean i have the subscription anyway but that was the thing that's working um but yeah I, I was looking through and i was like yeah i mean like i can already be like if i downloaded this that like there's a few things in there i i wouldn't mind playing and stuff so i can, I can see like a decent amount of value in it even for someone like myself who plays, I guess, more than the average Joe Schmo. So I feel like, like if you only, like if you're the, just a regular person or whatever, um, there'll be a lot more value in this than, you know, someone who plays a lot of games or yeah. a lot of the popular stuff at least. So, um, yeah, I'm, and it'll grow and change and whatever else. But as far as, launch library stuff goes or like process yeah it's like the one big con criticism is the fact that i can't i couldn't have chosen to pay for 12 months instead of having to do whatever my stacked is feels bad for anyone who does have their playstation plus stacked for 10 years because oh my god <laughs> oh boy um <laughs> get those credit cards out uh and then the just the ui sort of layout of the, the collection um and then, yeah, I don't know. Um, they need to, the, tying it into the next news story, I think they need to add a section that it clearly explains what games are coming and going, which is something that uh, Xbox yep. Game Pass Xbox does as well. Yep. So they'll be like, these games are leaving soon. Here's a selection of games that are leaving soon. It tells you the exact date. This game is leaving on June 30th. Uh, hey, if you want to keep playing it, here's a, here's a, a discount. Buy it. So... Uh, but Push Square writes, PlayStation Plus extra premium games removed from service aren't yours to keep forever. Uh, so they recently reported on a couple games featured in the PlayStation Plus extra and PlayStation premium slash deluxe for us. They'll be leaving the service fairly soon. Uh, this caused a little confusion. As may believe that huge libraries of games in their new tiers would be accessible forever. So long as you subscribed and downloaded them to your PS5, PS4. To be perfectly clear, that is not the case. Now, the reason the confusion is, of course, if you have a PlayStation Plus account previously, and if you continue to have an Essentials account, any of the free monthly games, they will be on your library forever as long as you have a subscription active. 
So you could the you can download whatever, and we'll talk about this past PlayStation Plus games in a moment. But you could have download those games, deactivate your subscription for six months. You can no longer play those games, but if you reactivate your subscription six months from now, they're they're still there and you can play them. So you never actually lose access to them as long as you have a subscription. That was like the one asterisk. So people thought that's how the library of PlayStation Extra Premium Deluxe games are going to work. That's not the case at all. Uh, Sony did confirm this detail on a new PlayStation... uh, Sorry. If a game is removed from PlayStation Plus Extra Premium, it will no longer be available to play, even if you've claimed it. Sony did confirm this detail on the PlayStation blog guide to the new PlayStation Plus, making the following statement. Quote, similar to PlayStation Now, if the content is no longer offered on PlayStation Plus, you will not be able to access the titles when they leave the service. As it says, PlayStation Now worked on the same basis. Once the game is taken out of service, it becomes inaccessible even to those who had streamed or downloaded it, etc., 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 etc. So the games that are already announced that they're leaving, by the way, which, yeah, they need a, I think, better show to explain because like, there is like one tiny section for it, but it, I don't think it's good enough. But uh, the new PlayStation Plus service has a tab buried at the bottom of the PlayStation 5 homepage, right? Push square. Dedicated to telling you all the games that will be leaving soon. Uh, so the games that will be leaving soon are NBA 2K 2022 leaves on the 31st of August 2022. WRC 10 leaves on the 31st of August. Red Dead Redemption, 17th of October 2022. Red Dead Redemption Undead Nightmare, 17th of October 2022. Uh, and then you've also got Shadow Warrior 3 leaves PlayStation Plus Extra on the 5th of July and uh why even be on the surface of that (laughs) (laughs) well yeah i guess for the other countries it was on there longer because it was part of playstation now uh and they had it on that i I guess that's why yeah so then like just translated over and now yeah it was just like a very short time it's the same as like they're right here siberia can no longer be streamed through playstation plus but we that doesn't affect us of course but Mm. um yeah some of these are rather short like you know, how do, you just said you played NBA 2K 2022. How do you feel like that's already going to be gone by the end of August? I'll have my film by then. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and then who knows, like, another six months, like, the next one could come, but I don't know. Or, you know, it'll come to essential. Because, <laughs> you know, by that point, the new game will be out. It'll be worthless almost. They do quite. <laughs> you know what o- I mean? They do quite often give these away on PlayStation Plus games. I, guess. I wouldn't be surprised if you know on PlayStation Plus. I guess that's the question going forward. Like, not to jump too far ahead, but what the standard of the essential games going forward could potentially be. Mm. Um, you would t- wouldn't be surprising if we get a more regular like analyzed sports title in there. Do you think because it is so easy? Like oh, easy, yeah. yeah. Do you think people are going to get really annoyed or would you be annoyed if we do see stuff happen where, so say NBA 2K 2022 leaves on the 31st of August, it is in PlayStation Plus around October, November, like as an essential monthly game? Um, I don't mind, you know. My save data is still there. Yeah. I don't want to jump back in. Yeah. No, it's not like I don't have a bunch of other games that I could potentially be playing in the meantime, so... And the diehard fans of NBA 2K will be jumping on the next title already oh. by that point. So, for the casual fan, I don't think it's going to matter that much. 
Because, yeah, I, feel, I, I can see that being a problem. Well, not a problem. Being something well, that people complain mean, about. Potent- like, and it's going to happen. I mean, potentially. Well, we'll get into it in a little bit as well about the essential titles, but yes. Well, let's just do it now. So, PlayStation, okay. you're going to write July 2022's PlayStation Plus freebie offering will include Crash Bandicoot 4 and the Dark Pictures Man of Medan. That's according to uh, Alika Deal Labs. So, these are always right, the leaks. They'll probably announce these. He's been this week. very successful. Yeah. yeah, this week they'll probably just get announced officially. This this has been happening month after month at this stage. No way's right. Um, uh, these will be free titles and all. So you got Crash Bandicoot. It's about time. Arcade Garden will be available for players on PS4 and PS5, whereas the Dark Pictures Man of Medan is only available on PlayStation 4. Um, blah 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 blah. That that's about it, I guess. Yeah. See, the thing there is. Man of Medan is currently available as part of the Extra and Deluxe yep. subscription. So, so, doesn't currently have a date when it's leaving. No. But may eventually. But also the thing is to take into account is the, the percentages are definitely going to be highest subscription base, essentials. Second highest, extra. Least subscribes, premium deluxe. deluxe right? Premium deluxe, yeah. So there will be a lot of people who are going to be very happy to get Man of Medan. And there's going to yes. be a bunch of people complaining that it was already part of the subscription and it's a wasted game on them. But there's yes. still going to be a lot of people that are quite happy. And this is just, I think, something that's going to happen now. I think this is just this is the type of shit that's going to happen month after month now. There's going to be a game that was either previously as part of the extra deluxe library um, is left or is still in there like this one, and that's just the way the ball's going to roll now. I think, right? Yep. Yeah. Doesn't bother me. <laughs> just- I mean, it's fine because again, you know, you technically own it as long as you've got the subscription going forward. So yeah, that's the major uh, difference. If it does leave the service, which probably will eventually, I don't think uh, maybe. Like. Again, those are the type of games that, like, they make sense to, like, stay on the subscription service, assuming they're getting paid a set amount. Because mm. the hardcore fans have already played it, and it, it, you wouldn't be able to sell it at full price as much anymore, so why not? No, yeah. Most people wonder how they're doing the deals. And it keeps the interest in that franchise going for the next one. You know what I mean? Well, even though everyone loves... Uh- Everyone's loving the quarry, which is not part of the pictures. <laughs> yeah, I mean, or keeping that game company's yeah. reputation going, you know, yeah. super massive, yeah. Um, and then on the other ones, Crash Bandicoot 4 is a, a good one. Like, that's definitely a, mm-hmm. a good game that I think a lot of people who haven't played it, check it out, it's very good. Um, and then Arcade again is, the thing about that is, this is the full release now. The game is officially yes. coming out. Previously, it was... Early access. Early access, yeah. Um, and that's all it's been. So this is the full release now. So um, I played, a, I don't know, a few hours with Buddy at some point. Um, it when, was, it first dropped, when it first think, dropped, yeah. yeah. It was fine. Um, um, I'd be down to jump back in and see like how it all comes yeah. together now. So um, it, was, it was fine enough. So I mean, my pick out of this is going to be Crash Bandicoot 4, obviously. I don't know if it's okay. Arcade again because okay. that's the other one. <laughs> <laughs> You're not playing the dark pictures. <laughs> yeah. 
No. That's... Which one's Band of Medan again? Is that the, that was the, first the boat one. one? That was the boat one. That was the first one with um, uh, Sean Ashmore. Sean Ashmore. Yeah. I was about to say Ice Band, but that's, is that it? No. That is true. That's like, yeah, okay. Yeah. I was like, is that the character? But that's also Val Kilmer. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's true. <laughs> <laughs> On both accounts. That was, yeah. Very true. All right, let's get into some other news. So, uh, Final Fantasy 16 um, had a bunch of stuff happen this week. Bunch of news stories. A lot of interviews. A lot of interviews and tidbits and stuff. And I was looking for someone... I was looking for someone who had like a, a just a dot point boil down and I found one. PC Gamer has one here. It's like one of those, oh, everything we know about the game. And if I skip past the first few bits, which we already knew, and we've got some the, the tidbits here. So I'm just going to read through this. Uh, all right. If you've played Final Fantasy 15 or put one of Final Fantasy's remake, you won't be surprised to see that the Final Fantasy 16's combat is action heavy. Final Fantasy 16's party members will be AI driven. Final Fantasy is known for its party systems with deep synergies, but release combat footage mostly focuses on Clive, the player character, and flashy combat against monsters. Player Yoshida confirmed that players will be bringing party members along for battles, but they'll be mostly AI controlled. Icon brawls will focus on Final Fantasy 16 combat. Based on gameplay footage, the icons will be icon. Yeah will be an important factor in combat, not just to harness their magic against the player character's run-of-the-mill enemies, but apparently in giant monster combat with other icons. These are summons, basically. I, they're called icons, but they're the summons. Uh, trailer gameplay shows off massive incarnations of traditional Final Fantasy summons, slugging into each other with uh, each other. So apparently you will uh, take part in these battles in some regard. Way. Yeah. Final Fantasy 16 won't be open-world. According to producer... Noki Yoshida, Final Fantasy 16 won't be open world game. Instead, the independent playstyle areas, well, sorry, with independent play, uh, playable areas, the dev team hopes to achieve what feels like a truly global scale by creating a variety of environments that feel distant and distinct each, uh, from each other. There are chocobos in the game. Final Fantasy yeah. 16 story will evolve a fight against the blight. Oh, rip. Uh, new information on Final Fantasy 16's website helps to provide. Some context to all those proper nouns from the reveal trailer. The world of Valestia uh, has giant glittering mountains called Mother Crystals, Skranik says. For generations, people have flocked to these beacons to take advantage of their blessings, using the aether to conjure magics that let them live lives of comfort and plenty. Great powers have grown up around each Mother Crystal, and an uneasy peace has long reigned between them. Yet now the peace falters as the spread of the blight threatens to destroy their dominions. Then there are icons and dominance, the former and the most powerful creatures in the world, and the latter are human vessels able to call upon their power. Depending on the nation they're from, dominance might be revered as royalty and their power or controlled because of it. So presumably the main character is going to be a dominant. That's what I'm presuming, like someone who can control and call the the giant summons and shit like that uh so we got introduced well no no if you read the next paragraph okay maybe i'm wrong all right uh characters stuff we can know about characters clive ross rossfield <laughs> like how they write here anything can be a fantasy protagonist name if you want it to be <laughs> uh play character clive <laughs> 
is the oldest son of Archduke of Rosaria and was expected to be the new dominant. Okay, whatever. Uh, who would inherit the power of Phoenix? <laughs> Instead, his younger brother becomes the dominant, and Clive gets the consolation prize of being named the first shield of Rosaria. As the shield, he can wield a small part of Phoenix's flame and is in charge of protecting his brother. Quote, Clive's promising career is to end in tragedy at the hands of the mysterious dark I- icon Ifrit, setting him on a dangerous road to revenge. End quote. Okay, so it's his younger brother. Right. Anyway. So we're on a we're on a a big ass game about protecting your little bro. Uh Joshua is the second son of the Archduke of Rosaria and Clive's younger sibling. He's a sweet, soft young boy, archetype, a noble kid who treats everyone beneath his social standing with respect. He looks up to his elder brother too, of course. Quote Joshua often laments that it was he, the frail and bookish younger son, who was granted command of the Firebird's flames. And not his stronger brother, brother, end quote, says Square Enix. And then Jill Warwick. Jill was born in the Northern Territories and was made a ward in Rosaria at a younger age to secure peace between the two na- nations. She's been raised alongside the Rossfield boys, so it seems she's like a sister to them. Quote, ever kind, gracious, and unassuming, Jill has become a trusted confidant to the brothers, end quote. And do you want to like start? Is there anything like of uh, so far? Getting, getting some, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna throw this out here. Yeah. Like, getting some full, full Metal Alchemist vibes. Yeah, you know? yeah. Younger, frailer brother. You know, the brother who maybe doesn't have a body. Yeah, and then you know, the older brother. You know, and then the the sister, like surrogate sister, I guess. You know, surrogate sister. Yeah, yeah, that could be cool. I'll be on board with that. So so far as like. Uh, I feel like because the trailer makes absolutely no sense, as we've talked about before. Oh, yeah. The trailer gives nothing of that idea. Nonsense. You know, it's but just- <laughs> now getting a better idea of, like, what their story could potentially be and, like, the characters. You're like, yeah, this sounds good. <laughs> yeah, this sounds good. Because <laughs> that's the but thing. Like, also, it- giants, <laughs> monsters fighting each other. Well, I still presume. Giant kaiju battles. I still presume, right. So we see giant kaiju summons battles. We have the younger brother who's able to call upon one or some others uh, yes. to do battle. So you, it's still going to be, I think, this this like classic fantasy setting where you've got like uh, battling houses, but you're mm. going to have the. There's going to be another one controlling another bad, you know, like someone from different, and that's where the battles come. Like I, that's how I'm. I feel like that's the easiest explanation, mm. surely. Like, so you're on a journey to put a stop or do battle or I don't know. Anyway, something along those. And, yep. <laughs> battle creatures and shit along the way you know typical Final Fantasy shit yeah uh, Ride Chocobos uh The Blight whatever that is I don't know it's me um Yoshida and Takai Takai are working on Final Fantasy 16 uh so those working on it, Final Fantasy 14 producer Naiko Yoshida and director Hiroshi Takaki after Yoshida's creative business unit 3 studio famously turned around Final Fantasy 14, making a huge success it is today. It'll be interesting to see how to pair tackle Final Fantasy, presumably detached from multiplayer. Additionally, Square Enix recently hired Ryoto Suzuki as a battle director, and he is rumored to be working on Final Fantasy 16. Suzuki was a designer of Final, uh, sorry, Devil May Cry 5 and Dragon's Dogma. So... Uh, in July 2021, producer Yoshida said that English voice acting has already begun ahead of Japanese. Quote, we've been prioritizing English voice recording, and we're specifically doing it in British English. We're using facial capture, so later on we won't have to adjust by hand each of these faces during doing cutscenes. And it's full capture. 
as in the motion, capture actors, and also doing the voice acting simultaneously. And there was another article that went out this week that people pointing out, like, apparently they, there was another quote where he said they're doing British English and not American people doing British accents so they don't piss people off or offend someone or something. I was like, I was like yeah. He's like, oh, we're because of the setting, we're trying to keep it British, so it's authentic. I'm like, it's giant koji battles. You could make them sound fucking Australian. I don't know if it matters. Like, um, Then the last bit they've got here is about the exclusivity. Um... Blah, blah, blah. According to Harding Rolls, Final Fantasy 16 will be exclusive to PS5 for its first six months. And then that would be when it comes to PC. As for other consoles, he mm-hmm. says Sony has that exclusivity locked down for a full year. If that's true, it's not an, uh, an unusual... It's not an usual agreement. So, I don't know. I think that's, I think that's fine. I don't know. Like, PS5 for the first six months to 12 months probably is about right. Not coming to Xbox, don't know. Not coming to Xbox or anything for a year or two is probably about fine. Yeah, that's that's about what they've done in the past. I feel so. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm oh, I mean, I was keen for the game already, but yeah, reading through people's uh, stories and interviews and just like uh, headline tidbits and stuff that's happened last week as people got um, to do interviews and stuff, I thought it was pretty cool. So. Um, I think the game's like sounding really good. I think it's sounding very solid and knowing that um, and I have full faith this is actually going to release and not get delayed 10 million times like our previous Final Fantasy stuff which is also quite good. So yeah, yeah. I'm, 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 I'm feeling pretty excited for it. How are you feeling? Yeah, I'm keen. You know? Of course, it's like 12 months away but uh, it sounds promising. Yeah. Okay. Not much else you can say about it other than you know. <laughs> it sounds like they've got a clear vision for this game. And hopefully it comes out. I think in our a discussion where it's like this coming out and then within 12 months, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth? Mm. Was that? Yeah. Um, rebirth, yes. Th- like nothing in this is anything like Final Fantasy VII. So I feel like that's like we're totally fine. Like, I, I know they're both Final Fantasy games, but th- it's just so different. Like tonally, characters, mm-hmm. general themes, summons, like... <laughs> All this sort of shit, so I, I don't think like they're going to trade on each other's shoes at all. Uh, Kojima cancelled a game, apparently. So, But also he's working on 16 at the same time. So. Uh, Hideo Kojima, uh, six assets writes, Hideo Kojima has revealed that his development studio canned an unannounced superhero game that would have starred Mads Mikkelsen as its lead character. The reason why? Kojima claims the project was too similar to The Boys which follows an underground team of misfits who vow to kill Earth's elite team superhero protectors. Um, after seeing the Amazon television series, Kojima decided to put a hold on whatever he was working on. So he tweeted, <laughs> this, which when I saw come up, I was like, sometimes I wonder, Kojima's just such an interesting Because <laughs> the tweet is, The Boys, which I quit after three episodes of season one. I thought I'd watch the rest of the show. Actually, I watched a few episodes that were delivered at the time when I was about to start a project that had been warming up for a long time. And put it on hold because the concept was too similar. Different settings and tricks. A buddy, male-female thing with a special detective squad facing off against legendary heroes behind the scenes. I was thinking of Mads as the lead. (laughs) It's such a... It's just such a, like... 
Uh, I started the show. I stopped. Come back to it. It's all right now, I guess. I don't really like it, though, because it stole my idea. <laughs> I was thinking about having Mads Mikkels as the lead. But I also like how now people in the replies are like, we'll just do a boys game. <laughs> like Eric, uh, Eric Kripke, or who are like, uh, is that Kripke, yeah. Kripke, uh, executive producer of the show, or one of the showrunners, uh, is like, please come make a hashtag the boys game. We can team up and conquer. Huge fan, by the way. And then Effie Star like replies, like second that notion. So like, it's just like, well, just make the boys game, I guess. I, don't know, so. I mean, yeah, but I don't think that Kojima does want to do no, adaptations. I don't, I don't think so either, but. What a funny world, if that was the thing. But yeah. Also, when I heard this story, I'm like, isn't this just what Suicide Squad's going to be? Well, yeah, I guess. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> less swearing. Less swearing, probably less violent. Less penises, less violence, less sex with octopuses. Um, I mean, can you imagine what Hideo would have done with like... <laughs> yeah. I don't know if it would have... Yeah. I think he would have gone there. <laughs> I think he would have been open. I think he could do it. I think he's weird enough he's weird enough to to, to do so. He's, he's got some weird ideas. He's got some weird ideas. And then rounding out this week's news stories, PlayStation won't be at Gamescom, writes Push Square, according to a statement issued to the German outlet Games Wurzcraft, which I don't think is witchcraft, but it's instead of German word, in which the spokesperson for Sony Interactive Entertainment confirmed that the company would not have a presence at the August convention. Recently, Nintendo did announce it would be attending Gamescom, and we know Activision Blizzard and Take-Two Interactive won't be there either. Sorry. Nintendo would not, and Activision Blizzard and Take-Two. I think I said that wrong. Anyway, all of them aren't going to be there. According to VGC, a potential reason for this is that many video game publishers have stopped planning large-scale pre-release game demos since the onset of COVID-19. Who to funk it? So don't expect Sony at Gamescom. I don't know who the fuck's going to be there. Probably Xbox and Jeff Keighley. I don't know who else is going to be there. That's sort of the... They just... Xbox and Jeff Keighley are like the only people doing conventions and shows everyone else is like nah we yeah. do what we do our own thing we do what we want so all right well, that'll <laughs> do it not a not a massive week but it's fine a massive week but not a massive week not a massive week but not a massive week need a bit more time but uh, uh, playstation plus launch is here um I'm pro, pro, I'm gonna playing some stuff. I've got stuff downloaded. The stuff I want to play, of of course, I definitely want to dive in and check out the PlayStation One games. Uh, give them a proper go, not just a thirty minute jump around sort of thing. So, um, get some trophies, yeah, boy. Um, and I've got a few other bits and pieces. So, get into that in the coming weeks, of course. Anyway, let us know your comments, questions, concerns, how you've feel about playstation plus have you uploaded upgraded even your subscription to extra or <laughs> deluxe any of those things uh, you can let us know on twitter explosionnetwork.com slash twitter our discord explosionnetwork.com slash discord and if you like this episode or like any of our shows over explosionnetwork.com make sure you head on over to explosionnetwork.com slash support where you can drop as little as a dollar to help support the website and podcast and until next week remember the trophy count